I'm not even going to hold you. I am tired. <laughs> it's been a long day. but uh... My world, this is a long week. Well, I mean, so far, not a bad week, but long week anyway. And everything. And, of course, I worked my nine to five and uh, just been a interesting long day. <laughs> I trust me when I tell you I understand. Oh my goodness! So and 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 where are we heading? And and tell the smokers where you jet setting off to. You know, for <laughs> well, I'm actually going on a real vacation. Like, so this is why it's really important for me mm. to finish my workout and like schedule some social media stuff because I want to leave my computer at home. I don't oh. want to take my computer. I don't want to think about work. I literally want to put an away message on all my email addresses and just like unplug. Because even when I was in Kenya, it was still work. Um, and I was still working. But I'm going to the Caribbean for a friend's uh, birthday. So this is a girl's trip. <laughs> girl's trip. And I just want to focus on being present. Don't, don't run one of them, 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 them big boy Jamaicans out there, mug. What you going to do, girl? How you doing, girl? First of all, <laughs> I got a Jamaican from Kingston in my life. So, you know, I ain't trying to, you know, collect another one. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I be mean, uh that is the hardest part. People don't realize when you're a boss is to not think about work while you're on vacation. It's hard. But even when I take a break from the podcasting or take a vacation, it's still, I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> I'm still going to be thinking about it. I mean, I'm going to be recording videos for my workout tribe, you know, for the cowgirl workout, because I took a break for a second and just let the, because I have a bunch of videos already there. So if people are there, they can just do the work without me going live. But I'm going to be recording videos while I'm in paradise because, you know, great scenery. So it's still going to be a little bit of work, but it benefits me because, you know, it's a workout. So... Um, but all the other work, like administrative stuff, um, I just, I'm like, no, I'm taking a break and really just being present with my friends. Like, yeah, like my sister got on me one time because uh, I posted, went, they posted in this 50th hip hop anniversary celebration here in Durham. Oh, nice. Um, I didn't go with my boys because I had the podcast that Oh, you should have went out with your boys. Y'all boys, they didn't even you know you was y'all did the rap stuff and that. that, that, that. Yeah, I should have went. Mhm. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like sometimes it's just that pursuit. You 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 can't help it because especially when you're pushing it yourself. Yes. Lot, yeah, it's kind of like you got the. I tell people I only got one speed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just go mode. That's it. It's either, it's either no. go or it's stop. Oh my goodness! If yes, I stop, yes. we'll be like, "You okay? You good? Where you been?" And I'm like, "Y'all so used to just 
seeing me like just go, 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 that when I decide to take a break, now all of a sudden it's like something must be wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I just took a break. So automation is the key for me now because your girl has other things that she wants to do outside of like, yeah. you know, sex work that requires my time. I ain't gonna front. We 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 gonna get to that because see, see people, she she was doing big things because she was on one of my favorite podcasts, and I said, wait a second. Hmm. Which podcast is that? We we we'll get to that to the second. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge, people. <laughs> Like, I've been on a few podcasts this year already now. I'm going to let her marinate on that for a minute. Because she said, which, that means, when someone say which podcast, that means they've been on a bunch. So we'll get to that in a second. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge. <laughs> and you know who I am with my missing teeth, but my pretty smile, a.k.a. one and only Kavanaugh, a.k.a. the porn rap star, a.k.a. the summer champ. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Four sponsors for you to enjoy. LS World, the Facebook and LS community. The highest adult magazine in the game, AroundCitizenMagazine.com. Also for your content creators, 90% profit. No hashtag issues, consumers, a new place for you to consume triple X content, ExciteBunny.com. And last but not least, award winning, award nominated. We're talking about smut with some voiceover and they even have virtual reality. So you use your Oculus and see some girls get down and nasty. That's right. I'm talking about blusherotica.com. Also, we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network going on three years. Yay. <laughs> so go over to shopgwdistrict.com and go buy something, why don't you? And also in the mornings. Go over to FullySwapRadio.com and check me out as I chop it up with everybody in the industry. And we give you that real smoke. Not that bullshit. We don't sugarcoat a goddamn thing on my show. And if this is YouTube, like I really give a shit at this point in time. I don't care if it's been seven <laughs> seconds. I don't care because I don't make my money off of YouTube. But anyway, the point is go to Fully Swap Radio and check me out. Also check me out on SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com as well as the BGP LLC app. So now... This lady here is the queen of riding dick. She teaches lady how to She's also a sex therapist that help couples get through their shit. As well as she is a jet setter. She is a business lady. She is an entrepreneur. She is the modern day woman. Glamazon. Drop dead gorgeous. I know me. Say hello to What's up, the Smokers Lounge? I always have to say this because I'm not a sex therapist, but, you know, what I do falls in the realm of therapy. I'm a coach, and I just say that because I don't have, like, you know, a degree in psychology or therapy, but I have certifications in coaching. Um, But what I do is, like, therapy for people, and I love working with couples because, you know, it's interesting, right? As a coach, I find that specifically in the cowgirl workout, right? I love what I do there because I get to work with individuals, right? And individual women, whether they have a partner or not. Mm -hmm. And the workout in itself does more than just teach them how to improve their riding skills, but it just helps them to improve movement in general and just feel more comfortable in their bodies. So I love that. But then like working with an actual couple, that's where we really get to see a sexual dynamic flourish and thrive. 
um, like relationship with self is is really important and just as important as the relationship you have with uh, you know someone else. But a lot of the techniques and the things that I teach really get to show up in coaching with couples. And so I just like to see the transformation from you know couples being disconnected or even couples who are connected but they just want to spice things up. Just seeing how their lives shift for the better and seeing just like the impact that I have on my clients in general, it's like, it's so rewarding, so fulfilling. But yeah, I've definitely been on the move. <laughs> I've been on the move since the beginning of this year. So it's... Yeah. See, see the, the, the podcast I was alluding to is cocktails. Um, I, 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 think, I can't think of the other girl name, but Medina, she, I like her. She, she, she fun. I seen her in the movie. <laughs> and I saw you was on there. I said, oh, shit. Yeah, Damn, the the ladies are you know fans of mine, mm -hmm. and I had my publicist reach out mm -hmm. um, to them because I told her that this year I really wanted to focus. I mean, I've always been doing podcasts even before mm -hmm. I had a publicist, but I really wanted her to focus on reaching out to as many people as possible, especially podcasts that fall within like my demographic. Mm -hmm. And so when she reached out to them, they were really excited, and it was such like. Honestly, one of the most amazing podcast episodes I've done, and I've done dozens of podcasts, but like our energy, our vibe, just the banter back and forth, everything was just good energy, good vibes. And um, some of the clips have kind of gone viral from, <laughs> from our episode, which I was See, like, I, I'm just going to let you know, when, when I saw your name was one of the guests, I said, yeah, she about to blow like Nitro, because to <laughs> people understand this, in the sexual in, in podcasting, your category, your first category is where you at. Sexuality dominated by women. One of the top podcasts is cocktails. <laughs> yes. And it's funny because I did horrible decisions this year too. Yeah. But I mean, I did horrible decisions back in February 2018 as well. Yeah. That was my first time. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, I love doing podcast interviews. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, just being able to share my expertise and just go back and forth. But yeah, that one was so good. I was like, ah, oh, like when I left that podcast, I was like on cloud 9,000 because of the connection that we had. Nice. It's just real nice. It is. They have a nice studio set up. They got a great team working with them. Like, I love it. Absolutely and love it. So it's kind of like, I know make you feel good when you have these podcasts. Once you're on there, want your expertise, your knowledge, and stuff like that. Because it's one thing, it, it like put it this way. I know it feel good you in demand. Because like I said, the, the fact yeah. that you, people listen to what she said, horrible decisions and cocktails the same year. Some motherfuckers came and get to them pot, came and smelled them pot. <laughs> you feel me? And, and, and to the point with like Mandy, don't get it twisted. They don't give a, they don't give her enough fucking credit for the podcasting, cause it, it, so people can understand this. And, and my smokers know how much I look up to Mandy B. Mm-hmm. That's my girl. A, she, she's a trendsetter in this business. She was doing live shows when. Their podcast was even popular. I remember, mm. I remember that shit. She used to promote. I said, "Damn, podcast!" 
live show. And trust me, everybody doing tour, even cocktails, they call her. Yo, so how you uh, do the tours? You know, period. But it's kind of like to me, this is what I love about my podcast because I get to talk to women that are very multifaceted in the business. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I want to show specifically women that you can be multifaceted in anything that you do. So true. My dad's always telling me, do it all. I'll be like, okay, dad. <laughs> People want me to start a podcast, but I'm not ready yet. I was like, look, y'all, there are just certain things that I want to have solidified and running like clockwork before I do a podcast and also making sure that I have a team. But I travel and move around so much. And I enjoy traveling. I enjoy being able to go to different parts of the world and teach. So, like, I don't think I have the stability to do a podcast in one place. Like, I would have to have virtual interviews, I think, mostly, more so than trying to do in-person, just because I, I move around a lot. Um, but, you know, eventually there will be a podcast. I had a show on Playboy Radio back in 2015-16. So, that was... Um, it was a nice time. <laughs> oh, Playboy Radio. This flex has been brought to you by the gramophone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she, you know. She 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 didn't been here before, people. This is nothing. I have, and then before that, so I had my first radio show, internet radio show. Before podcasting was a thing, it was it was internet radio, and they yeah. were predicting that internet radio was going to. Um, overtake terrestrial radio so mm -hmm. i had my own radio show in 2012 Damn. on windy city underground mm -hmm. and um it went on for a minute and then i had to end up leaving the station i think they were just uncomfortable with the topic with the subject matter um but shout out to my mentors in radio who like advocated for me to even do that so mm -hmm. you know eventually I will uh, have a podcast. I just, because there's so many different ways you can do podcasts. Yeah. That I'm just kind of playing around with like format. I don't know if I want to do a talk based podcast where I have guests and stuff, or if I want to do like, um, like a like a live action kind of a podcast or like a documentary series kind of a. There's so many different ways to do it, and so, um. At some point, I probably will get like a brand, um, um, like a brand marketer, like a person to come in and just help me, uh, a brand, a brand manager. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Get a brand manager who come in and we sit with everything that is Tommy Morgan the brand and see what would be best, mm -hmm. right? Because like my followers are always giving me suggestions and just you know saying you should do this, you should do that. But again, like. Travel is a big part of what the, I do. The, the, the best, the best advice I get everybody for for podcasting is with me. I let it. I let the podcast make itself. I let everything happen organically. Understand when I first started, I didn't want to interview a damn soul. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was going to be just me, what have you. I'm commenting on politics or what have you, mm -hmm. but. I did one episode discussing why I retired from porn and the bitch did numbers. So I said, okay, I guess people want to hear me talk about my porn shit. So it's kind of like everything, even to the network I got, it happened organically. You know, someone asked me, well, why don't we do a podcast together? Okay. You put it on my network. Let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
You know, period. Because it's kind of like with you, okay, I studied the game, all right? Because the game you are in, the sexuality game. Let me make this perfectly clear. Women dominate podcasts, dominate the sexuality. Men, no, no, no. They know how to do the tours. Their shows are live, mm-hmm. wide open. Men, trust me, Joe Button and them, we love you. They will not come out to see you live, dog. Sorry, sorry, I don't give a damn. Unless you're gonna do your best, your, 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 you know, unless you're gonna record, unless you're going to do some of your songs. No, no, no. Because it's not because it's just women come out for women. Because even when I look at the fan base and the people out there, if the men is out there is because one. A couple of the boys figure they're going to be women out there, so that's why they win. Other than that, exactly. it's usually the boyfriend or he's in the LBGTQ. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, one, not only are you in, you one, add to it, you're gorgeous. And you know how to market yourself as a sex symbol. Because, let's keep it 100. Mandy be showing out with their pictures. Mandy. She do. She do. <laughs> and we see. <laughs> and they, yeah. 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 I'm like. Part of it. And I mean, at one point, podcast was just voice. But now, like, podcasts are very much so visual. So the look matters. It yeah. really does. The look matters. Yeah. So it's kind of like. So and then to add to it, your knowledge of dealing with couples. And. Think about what the topic that's dominated everything, even to today. Relationships. The Russell Simmons, all that. Relationships. 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 Whether it's poly, whether it's it's an open marriage, whether it's a straight up monogamous traditional relationship, whether it's she makes more money than he do in the relationship. It's relationships dominate our conversation. Yeah. Just as much as politics. I mean, relationships, you can kind of say they're foundational to the human experience. So it would make sense that relationships dominate most of the subject matter in podcasts, whether it's, you know, romantic, familial, parental uh, work, you know, so career relationships. Like, yeah, it makes total sense that it does. And like, I'm just tired of all these self-proclaimed experts hopping on these damn microphones talking a bunch of shit that don't make sense. You know? The spawn of Kevin Samuels and the like. Like, I'm gonna need them to sit down, please. When you got T.D. Jakes, when you got T.D. Jakes going off and becomes a meme and he's going off because he's tired of people trying to tell him how to parent, you know that podcast has got to the point where it's very popular, number one, but number two, it's gotten to a place where there needs to be some type of accountability held for like fact checking or just checking in general. It's, it's, it's with the Manusville, you know, and uh, we'll eventually get to the meeting the matter of people because this conversation is getting good. I love it, this shit here. I love we get on tangents. Uh, <laughs> because I, I've been said this. The, the loudness of the few drowns out the truth of the many. Yeah. Not every man feels what the fuck Kevin Sane was saying. Hands down. Just, just not every man. You know, period. 
I had the conversation. If my woman make more money than me, I can't handle it. Well, that's your issue. Here's your tissue. <laughs> not every man, not even the majority of men feel that way. It's just they have a mic. You and know? you know, you know what it is too, Bobby? The fact that like, so this is my thing. If you're going to be a proclaimed expert on something and you're going to be giving people all this game around how to build and maintain successful relationships, we want to see you living that in your real life, too. And the irony of it all is the fact that this man died in a hotel room with a woman who he barely knew that fit the description of the women who he would talk down about, right? These women who are either not fit to be in relationships after a certain age or could not be with a high value man, which I'm like, so if you consider yourself a high value man, sir, what are you doing with this woman? <laughs> and this was the last woman. It's just, it's so ironic to me. And I was just like, damn, this is crazy. And then just all the other things that I saw that came out about him after he passed, just like, his lifestyle and all this. And I'm just like, okay. Personally, you know, as a, as a coach who has coaches, I want to see that those people are living the life that I want to attain. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've I been saying this. I say it's funny motherfuckers listen to people that had a relationship for three months. <laughs> motherfucker that had a relationship for 20 years. Cause, and they, you know, and happy. Because it's it's funny when I was in Rhode Island with me and my ex. And um, I asked this old man, cause he told me how long him and his wife been together, like 50 some odd years. Sheesh. And, um, you know, he was in his, about maybe 50, 40, you know, I know he had to be in like 75, 80 anyway. And um, I said, what's the secret? He said, never let anyone tell you about your wife or your or someone tell your wife about you. Mm -hmm. No, period. And it's so true. Because the yeah. dynamic that you have and the things that you're going through are very specific to your relationship, your interactions, your beliefs, your ideals that you share mm -hmm. uh, collectively and individually. Like, I don't call myself a relationship expert, but mm -hmm. when our coach couples... I'm focusing on the sexual health of that relationship, right? And helping them move through. a very important part. Oh my very God, important. very important part. <laughs> because, because, see, I'm going to tell you what I think women don't take into account with men. Our love language is physical. It's physical. Us saying I love you is the sex, the affection, the kisses, the touching. Now, if he's not getting that, and it's something you talked about before, the going without intimacy too long can does damage for a relationship because you can go so long that when you finally do do it, it feel weird. And that's what you never wanted to be. Because <laughs> yep, there's a disconnection, like, because it gets to the point where people have to train their mind mm -hmm. to say, like, I don't, I don't need this. This is okay. The love is enough. And then when you go into the act, it's almost like there's just this mind to body disconnection. Yeah. 
and you can't just turn that switch back on. And that's what I, you know, I'm, I'm often telling people when I'm having these conversations, it's like, you need the coaching because if you have been in this situation and it's been chronic for years, you cannot expect your partner to just all of a sudden turn over the leaf and be able to hop right back into sexual activity like they never left. It's not like riding a bike, you know, um, because a big part of it is mental. So if you've done the the work around, uh, if you've done the work mentally to convince yourself that it's not important and to just say, I'm just going to stay in this space, I don't need it. You can't just reverse that kind of mindset yeah. After years of training yourself to think this way. So it takes time. And um, yeah, personally, I would never want to be in that situation. No. Personally, I just, I, no. sex is way too important to me for me to sit up here and pretend like it's, it, it doesn't belong in my romantic partnerships. It very much so does. And I mean, even being honest with self, because I think some people, you know, a lot of people have experienced trauma and trauma has a way of covering up certain feelings or disconnecting uh, like that mind to body uh, connection or communication where now, like right now you might feel like, oh, sex is not important to me, but it's not because it's how you truly feel. It's because something happened that was traumatic that has basically thrown you offline. And so people don't know that, but then they might go to therapy and it triggers something, triggers, triggers a memory and it's like, oh my God, I used to be this way, what happened? Now you need the guidance to like get back on track. So like, you know, being honest about where you are on your journey, cause sex, sexuality is fluid and the experience with sex is a journey. What you like now, you might not like five years from now, or you might not even like a year from now. You know, and I'm pretty sure, like, during the pandemic, mm-hmm. people were starting to discover things that they liked because they had more time. And this is what's crazy, too, right? During the pandemic, we saw a lot of divorces. Yes, we did. We saw, yo, we don't talk about this enough. We don't talk about how the pandemic shifted the course of many relationships, right? Because people had to spend more time with each other. No one was like dashing off to work and having to be in the office for late hours. Everybody was inside and with their significant other. And then that's where a lot of people realized that they didn't even know the person they was laying ne- down next to mm-hmm. because they were that's assuming. The greatest metaphor to that, the cartoon American Dad. <laughs> what, what was Dan? I can't think of uh, the, the father's name. But anyway. Because the kids was about to move out the house and leave for the summer, he was stuck with his wife. And he was worried that him and his wife, he'll be bored and, and she'll be bored with him. Because they've never been around each other without the kids. Exactly. You know, period. And yeah, during the pandemic, what ended up happening was that, understand this, sex you got to have something outside of sex anyway, because yeah. sex does when moments where sex slows down, it doesn't it, it doesn't hurt the relationship. But <laughs> you have to have some sex somewhere in there. 
somewhere in there because definitely because sex, sex is it should be like a ritual just like brushing your teeth just like going to the gym because it helps to maintain uh the the sexual health of the relationship mm-hmm. you know now if you find out you're an asexual person it's like okay well then how do you interact with that right mm-hmm. but if you're not talking about it if you're not focusing on it if you know no one ever brings the conversation to the table then it's just a dead cause, you know? And so, yeah, during the pandemic, a lot of people had to spend close quality time with each other. And then they realized, like, I don't even know this person. And I don't even really want to be with this person. person. And then they ended up just ending a relationship or whatever. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. And then, because I was really busy. Like, I was very busy during the pandemic because every outlet wanted to have me... Um, talk about something or like quote me or like I did so many like TV shows and podcasts and I like I was just I was super busy also hosting classes and stuff because people now were indoors having more sex or having the desire to have sex and needed advice on how to shift their sex lives with this like unknown virus at the time right so it was it was a lot and now I what I'm noticing is like there is a bit of like social awkwardness mm-hmm. because of how the pandemic created distance mm-hmm. between us as people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, show. So, so it's interesting we talking about breakups because now mm-hmm. the subject that I wanted to talk about because you know um, me myself as the smokers know I've. Dealt dealing with a breakup, or what have you? Oh, recent, recent, yes, actually, recent. And oh. the conversation I wanted to have because it was interesting, and I thought about was it's look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating, all the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters, and what do I even say other than hey, <sighs> well. That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Any layers to the conversation, but getting back into the pool, and you've been out of it for a long time. Yo, (laughs) the conversation right now among singles is that the pool is tainted with pee, right? And again, we're dealing with the awkwardness coming off of the pandemic, the social awkwardness of people. We're also dealing with the social awkwardness around Me Too. Mm-hmm. Because... Oh, um, fuck this. Oh, yeah. fuck this. So with, with Me Too, it's like no man wants to be accused of being, um, you know, um, a, a, no man wants to be accused of, like, sexual assault or mm-hmm. being a creep or anything like that. And so you, I, what I'm seeing is, like, there's less... Uh, some men are less prone to approach. Yeah. So now, and this is speaking of hetero, hetero normative couplings, right? So cis man, cis woman. Cis men are like less prone to want to reach out and like even say anything because they don't want the compliment to be taken the wrong way. Mm-hmm. It's it's just uh, it's just an odd time. And then too, you have a lot of people 
who have experienced like heartache or breakup or whatever. And so they're sitting with like all that toxicity and they're either A, haven't gone to therapy yet to, to uh, go through the healing process or B, they're just pointing the finger of blame and then like swearing off dating or swearing off a particular group of people because they're like, well, I got fucked up over here. So I ain't gonna go over here and fuck them people. And like, I see it on Twitter all the time. It's all these discussions around like men are trash. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, women do this, that, da, da, da. And again, it's, it's um, a lot of the discourse, I see it in like the heteronormative. Yeah, because right? I'm sorry, it's like, when I was single before <clears throat> these, well, actually, I was, I can sit here and say, I wasn't single, single for more than 20 years because, because it, the, the, the time frame between the relationship that I broke up with that, that, well, well not this relationship, but the relationship before it and between was very short. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, period. We, we, went to the club we went to the bar we actually conversated with the girl we didn't have i guess we didn't have self i, I let me see did we have cell phones no we had flip phones so <laughs> we had the and pay phones did, don't get yes, pay phones collect calls man it was still playing yes pay phones for sure so we shit, y'all have they had Tim the back then we had the chat line. I'm just saying the chat line, what the party line, stop playing. <laughs> I, I I didn't look. Hey, I don't know about anybody else, but I only ran into what out of all the girls I ran into off that chat line. I only ran into two duds. Listen, the best was surprisingly gorgeous. I was like, the chat line was like. It was around, but like I wasn't old enough to like technically be on the chat line. But you know, I'm a, I'm a millennial, so I grew up with the internet. Mm-hmm. And then growing up with the internet, you know, it was chat rooms. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We've been in the chat rooms doing all of that for years, and so like somebody recently put up a post on Twitter and was like, "Has anybody ever had sex with somebody off Twitter?" And I made a comment and I was like, yeah, actually several people in some of those relationships are like 10 plus year long relationships that I still have. And someone tried to call cap on me and I'm like, because you didn't experience it. Like I be choosing on Twitter all the time. Actually, I like social media, social media to me, Instagram and Twitter are the best places to find people to match with. Like I just connected with somebody new on Twitter just for making a comment underneath his picture and one of my fans. I mean, but, but it's the way for us to meet now because, like I say, yeah. it, it's because the internet became so much entrenched in our lives. Because, like I said, show my age, before the internet, we had to go out and go get them. We exactly. sit at the keyboard and holler in the DM. No, you don't even need a keyboard to, no more. You can just sit behind your phone. We had to write down their phone number, people. We had to get a, We had to have a pen and a piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> y'all know how I feel at the end of the night. You sitting there running around asking the bar to the yo man, you got a, a piece of paper and a pen, man. Yep. Get Put it on a napkin. Making sure you don't throw that napkin out. 
She riding on your hands. You trying to make sure your hands right. don't get sweaty and stuff, yo. It's so wild. Like back then, it was a whole different game. But you know what, though? You have to have social skills. Yeah. Right? Right now, you can make yourself look like whatever you want to look like with the filters, with fake backgrounds, yeah. you know, with the blue check. You can make yourself look like anything now. That's why catfishing is such a big thing. And, like, I'm trying to think if I ever got catfished. I don't think I've ever been... I don't know if I've ever been catfished, to be honest with you. I don't I don't know if I have. I don't, I don't think I have. But people think I'm a catfish. People think I'm a catfish because, like, when I do show up on the dating sites and stuff like yeah. that, first of all, people be wanting to see hella pictures. I'm like, what you doing with my pictures? Like, I don't trust you. No shade, but like you want to do all this picture exchange. If you want to see what I look like, we can just FaceTime real quick. You ain't got to get all these pictures of me. See, like, that's me. No, that's me right there. I just <laughs> want to cut through the chase. Look, if you don't want to talk on the phone, you don't want to text me. If you really want to see me, okay, let's go on this Skype, this WhatsApp. We can go Instagram. Let's go. <laughs> right. Instagram's got the video capability now, too. And it's just, yeah. it's just like, because I had a guy recently, so I joined Facebook dating, right? <laughs> I joined Facebook dating because, um, man, I got on this one app. I was like, this app trash, dog. I like, I deleted it within a week of having it. I was so irritated. But my friends, a few of my friends are on Facebook dating, and they've had some nice matches. So I got on Facebook dating, and I was like, this one fine motherfuckers on here. Like, this one fine. Yo, Quality quality better than any app i've ever been on so um but for me check out that facebook dating you should go on facebook dating put your little profile up there because like it will match you with people in your area but also like while you're traveling it will um change to like whatever location you're in well i'm gonna tell you this bobby like being a black woman that's poly yeah and lives in this lifestyle and wants to date like black men, it's not really easy to find black men who are truly on board for polyamory or ethical non-monogamy. Like, God dang it, she just went to the other side of the conversation I wanted to have. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. See, she ready for podcasting. I don't know why she playing. Cause look, man, man, Bobby, look, I already told you I got a history in broadcasting. So, you know, it is what it is. Of course I'm ready for a podcast, but I ain't ready to do it right now, sir. Relax. Oh, because see, that's the other part. See, because I, because I sat down and thought, what would be if I get in another relationship? What, what would I want out of that relationship? And I even want to. And then before I actually, even before that, I said, okay, this is what I want to be happy, and it's non-negotiable. <laughs> oh, that part is non-negotiable, and 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 two is what it takes to date me. So it it and to me, it got to be poly, got to be either poly, open marriage, or swing. Facts. Because one, I said and thought about it. I said, could I be in a traditional? Hell no, I couldn't even get it out of my mouth fast. Bro, I, I really, I, I swear to God, I really, I be sitting here thinking, right? I literally, I be just like sit, sitting, thinking just like you. And I bring this up and I be like, well, could I be, and I be like, uh-uh. 
Like, yo, for real, it's just... I feel like I would have to deny so much of myself to say, oh, I'm just going to be with this one person. And also, too, mm. with my lifestyle, mm. right? Because like you said, what does it take to date you? Yeah, I'm a world traveler. I love traveling. I love taking in new cultures. I love connecting with my fans and followers and also converting new people to be fans and followers in new places that I go, you know? And so to say like, oh, I want to go date this one person. It's like, I might not see them often at all. Yeah. But if I'm on a trip and I connect with somebody, like, wow, I get to have that experience being a poly person. You know what I mean? Like, like I got I got people all over the world who I connect with. So it's like I would rather have that experience than just being like, Well, that's my man. I gotta stick my side up. And then that part too, I'm a pansexual. I'm not just attracted to men. So if I say, Oh, I'm gonna be monogamous and only be with a man, I'm gonna deny myself the pleasures I wanna experience with women and non-binary folk and trans folk. Like just it's just I can't do it. And see too also me because okay, maybe I just freak like that. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I I guess they call it a black, they call it a stag. Okay, I'm a stag, I'm not a cook. But but the thing of it is, it's kind of like to me, I said, look, I'm at the age now. Nah, ain't no way in hell. I I, I want to experience some shit. You know, she can play, I can play. It's going to be a balance difference. You know, period. And because the, because I don't want to end up like dating somebody, they be like, "Well, I just why can't you, you know, just be with me?" <laughs> like, that's not going to work. Know, and you know what's crazy to me because like I've I've gotten to the point now where I realize that like it takes a lot to be with me, energetically, emotionally, and even physically. Because I am a business owner, I am a boss, I do travel, I do run my own business, I'm a public figure, I'm very open about a lot of things in my life, right? Um, And so I'm public facing, and then I am poly, I am pansexual, and then I have high stamina. So, like, I noticed lately that even though men, some of the men in my life won't admit it, I know I'll be fucking draining them. And I'm like, you can just say that I'm draining you and that you need a break. I'm going to protest, but I'm going to honor your wish. I'm going to honor your wishes and your autonomy. Um, not without pouting, but I will definitely be like, okay, go ahead. Because I know that you need to rest. You need to recoup. And so I'm just like, I feel like having multiple partners satisfies satisfies me because now I'm not burning this one person out because they cannot handle the level of energy that's necessary uh, to meet my needs for satisfaction. I'm, like, I'm just over here just trying to do that to you? Just, I'm just sitting here saying, damn, she'll be a whole lot of fun. <laughs> Every, I can have a fucking thumb with you, huh? <laughs> Eat, sleep, Fuck yeah, see that I really want one of those. I really want one of those days. I need that in my life. Like God knows. Oh, I want one. Before the I, I, end, because, because to me, I, because to me, the 
freaky it gets and the longer it gets, the more I get turned on anyway. Because it's kind of like, to me, it's like, I want to go to that point to where we both literally pass out. We just can't do nothing. You know? I haven't had one of those times in a long time. In a long time. But I would love to and just be locked in. Like, it's showers. It's it's showers. It's food. It's it's all the fun. In we, don't be take, we don't put on clothes. We just butt ass naked. Yeah, butt ass naked, going downstairs to cook some food, eating the food naked, laying there cuddling, letting the food digest, then getting it in some more, then taking a break to go have a smoke. You know what I'm saying? And getting it in while smoking. You know what I'm saying? Like just it's just <coughs> it's a whole play by play, a whole play yeah, by play. Because, because to me, it's kind of like it. That's why I tell you, I always say this to, to my male smokers. Realize the, who you are. It, and it wastes, it, it kills a lot of times. It, <laughs> it kills a lot of times. We know you a nigga for the streets. Don't even try it. <laughs> Don't yeah. even try it. I really need men to admit when they are for the streets because they really want to sit up here and be like, oh, she's for the streets. But you are too. Because how would you know it's just she's for the streets if you wasn't also a street dude? Stop playing. You you know exactly what you're looking at because game recognize game. Yeah, because even to me, I'm I'm like this. It's understand. I want one woman to have my heart. That, that's for sure. You know, period. My body. You know, a day. I'll be a mechanic <laughs> for you. You know what I'm saying? No problem. You know, the stud book, whatever you want to call it. You know, hey, I'm here to your disposal. But. You know, but when it comes to me, that if I want that one woman that she gets all the bars, you know, period. But the same token that we can indulge in the lifestyle together and enjoy it. Whether it's she has play dates, I have play dates, or if, or if we come to where we are just gonna say we swing, we can't do nothing unless we around each other. You know, um, but like I said, the point of because I really thought about it because even with some of the girls I might run into, they might be looking for that. You know, I just want you to be me, and I'm like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Exactly. Man, look, because I honestly, <laughs> honestly, whenever I go into like a situation where someone's trying to get to know me, yeah, um, to try to like connect with me or whatever. I straight up let them know, like I am poly, mm-hmm. because I don't want to waste, I don't want to waste my time, and also I don't want to waste your time giving you my phone number, and then I have to block your number because we are not compatible because you don't understand the poly life. You know what I mean? It's simple. You're sharing her, buddy. <laughs> oh, I straight look, look, I straight up told this dude that, right, on one of these apps, the app that I deleted that was trash. I will not say their name because I'm not giving them no publication. I ain't giving no pub, no, no promotion. So this man was like, oh, I don't see on your page what you're looking for. And so I told him, I said, I'm looking, I'm polyamorous. I'm looking for a primary partner and someone who understands they're going to share me. He hit me with the. I'm a high-value man. We don't tolerate that over here on this side. I was like, what the? Did he really want to go there? Bro. Did he really want to go there with that? 
And, but but then try to reduce me to a comrade, like saying, oh, but we can be intimate, though. I said, sir, I, I'm sure that as a high value man, you can find someone who you, who you can be who you can be committed to mm-hmm. and also be intimate with. It's it, it like this with me, like, OK, one, I definitely want to go into the swing club. <clears throat> I go into the swing club to find love. Trust and believe that, people. <laughs> but I'm careful. But if I happen to run across it, that's fine. But um, my main thing of it is, is that uh, with me and that the lady who I may end up being with, it just like I said, it just we in tune with each other like that. Exactly. And so, I, I'm gonna tell you, I got a set of friends. They go by uh, DV Passion. Mm-hmm. Lady V and D Black, and I love their relationship. They just celebrated 19 years with each other mm-hmm. um, in marriage. And they got married, I think, like three months after meeting each other. Mm-hmm. And I just love how they are because they are swingers. They're also a she's by. They're in the lifestyle. And he'll set up play dates for her. And they got regular playmates that they that they play with. And she'll set up play dates for him. And then they'll also play together. It's just, I just love it. I was like, yeah. Like, when I think about, like, the ideal relationship for me, I just take, like, bits and pieces of things that I'm seeing from, like, people who I love and respect and being like, oh, I want that aspect of their relationship to be a part of my romantic dynamic. Because, like, I'm in a space now where I'm like, I'm looking for a primary partner we can just have fun and life together and they are trapped they are practicing true compersion mm-hmm. and so am i and i have to say like there is still like parts of my ego that have to be put in check when it comes to like being with a primary and then seeing them enjoy themselves with other people like because mm-hmm. i mean and in general for anyone it's going to bring up certain things mm-hmm. specifically things that have not been healed or even faced yet, right, within your own personal psyche. Well, I mean, let's keep it 100. Moments of cheating. Because Man, I, that, that don't that, make that, sense to me, bro. That, that, because the reason why I say that, I... It's... Even before a female get into poly or swing or what have you, every female has dealt with being cheated. Every man at some point has been the cheater. And at some point, he was the cheaty. <laughs> yeah. well, women be cheating too. Women just be doing a slicker. And that that's the thing. It's like, and I said this on Twitter a few weeks ago. I was like, man, I just wish people would just uh, practice ethical non-monogamy. Mm-hmm. Because then you're not going to be participating in the deceit and potentially harming people all because you want to do what you want to do. If you want to do what you want to do, be open about it. And the reason why a lot of people don't is because they know that they're in, they are in relationship contracts where it's non like monogamy is non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. So you basically and you basically got trapped into something I, that you did not discuss. That a lot of it, a lot of people that are in those type of relationships. They are very insecure in the relationship itself and within themselves because it's kind of like, for example, like a pimp. The most confident pimp keeps the most hoes because because 
confidence exudes positivity, which breeds good things come around, you know, period. So it's like females don't realize. Let's say you suggest to your man, let's be swingers and all that good stuff. First of all, of course, he, he might, some dude's going to be rejective of it until they really sit down and think about it. But right. even more, he's going to be extra cautious to who the hell he's going to fuck. Because here's the difference. When we're cheating, <laughs> we, we have no 100% standard standards. We're not thinking about bringing shit home, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? We're just thinking about getting some pussy. And also, because we put more effort in not getting caught. Right. That's the whole point. Not getting caught. Okay, take not getting caught off the table. Oh, he becomes a little bit more picky about who he bringing home or who he fucking. Oh, he just ain't going to be just anybody. And he ain't going to do it a lot. <laughs> right. Because he ain't going to want to fuck up that dynamic. You know, period. Because Man. also he knows his wife will always one-up him. <laughs> and that's the thing that is so true because I know quite a few poly couples right yeah. and they're just like we don't even really interact all the time or even often yeah. with people outside of our dynamic because we are very picky about who we bring in and not anyone can just access us that's why like even when I go to play parties or like I'm hosting a play party I'm like just because I'm in this space and just because I'm hosting doesn't mean that you get to interact with me like that mm-hmm Oh yeah, oh, so yeah. very particular still. One caveat: just because I went buck wild in that party, don't mean I'm gonna be buck wild outside of it. Facts. <laughs> now I'm gonna say this: like for me, buck wild looks like, you know, I mean, I'm just a fun person in general, so mm -hmm. it's like. I actually might be more reserved in the play party mm -hmm. than I would be outside of it. Only because I know that a great number of people would want to have an experience with me, and I'm not even trying to give them that. Uh, they they probably don't know who the hell you is from a can of paint, Yo. but they damn sure be like, oh, I'd be like, mm. Uh. <laughs> mm. because I'm not just quick to just jump on somebody like that. Like we gotta catch a vibe first. And so he would just be like, conversation. I don't give a damn. It's a swinger party. We gotta have a conversation. I, I gotta talk to you. First and last name. Man, for real. Like you trying to be, you trying to dig me down before you even know what my name is. Like I'm, I'm Gucci, and and dick ain't enough. You know, I need to, I need to have some type of energetic connection before we get it in. Because to me, it's I'm always. I'm always gonna want some foreplay, and it begins, to, you know, um, our conversation, how we interact, you know, because to me the biggest turn on is a woman's brain. I'm just not saying it because a woman's on here. No, that's facts. <laughs> I can't say it. Give me an eight with a brain, you can keep the dime. That's dumb as fuck. I, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I need to have some conversation after we fuck. I mean, I'm just saying, be snuggled up and having a deep conversation about shit. Exactly. Like you said, you got to have more than just sex. And what's interesting, though, I literally was having a conversation with a friend of mine down in Miami mm -hmm. last week about the lifestyle. Right. And he was saying, like, there are some people in the lifestyle that only have sex to offer. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, sometimes they only have sex to offer. They don't even have like an aesthetically, like aesthetically pleasing appearance mm-hmm. to even offer. But they got a mean sex game. Mm-hmm. But that's it. And I was like, you know, I have a lot to offer mm-hmm. aside from sex. Yeah. So that's why I I choose to be particular and choosy about who I exchange with, mm-hmm. because you, just you sex is not going to get turned on mentally. Yeah, I'm gonna turn you on mentally. The pussy's not gonna get wet. I'm a sexual <laughs> sexual. Okay, at the end of the day, and no matter if anyone professes to be sapiosexual or not, the mind is the biggest sex organ. Yes. So there's a lot of things that you know can lead to the sex, one of them being safety. If a person can ensure you that they have your highest safety in mind, because you can't always mitigate, like, harm completely, 100%. But if this person is at least presenting that they would, like, keep you safe and protect you and honor your body and honor your boundaries and honor your autonomy, then it's like, okay, cool. Now you can like really relax with this person, you know, like there is no way I'm having sex with somebody without determining that first. Yeah. Right. And then, like you said, being able to pillow talk afterwards and actually have a decent conversation or have things in common, like. Do we have the same taste in music? Do we have the same like, you know, takes on culture like. Just so many things that yeah, I might want to have a cup of coffee with you one day. I mean, I'm just right. saying it, 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 we can't establish a friendship. So what that we did the glory hole? <laughs> Look, glory a hole a little too much. I'll watch it, but I will not participate. That is too. It's too many unknowns for me to do a glory hole. Now I would do a glory hole if it was set up where like I knew the person behind it and we just like and we planned it out and we did it. But it's just too much for me. Too many unknowns. <laughs> I'm a little OCD. <laughs> like, uh, that's why Glory Hole was made for me. That's why. Hell I'm, yeah, it was. Good, good, good. Now they have a Glory Hole for women. But before uh, I, I have to, before I dig in there, I had to do the dip and slip. <laughs> I'm weak. The dip and slip, yo. That is wild. Okay, okay. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> I just, I can't do it, bruh. That's why I said, had fingering went away out this motherfucker. I'm like, damn. I don't ever see motherfucker thinking no more. Because <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I just, um, some people will assume because of what I do and how I talk and stuff, like, I'm just down for anything. And I'm actually not down just for anything. Like, nah. I got to catch a vibe. Like, I was in Miami over the weekend. Now, this is my thing. Whenever I travel, I always, I'm like manifesting some debauchery. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is what I would like to experience. And I have a, I have a range mm-hmm. from like the highest thing mm-hmm. that I want to experience to like the, the thing lowest on the totem pole, which will be like, well, I will accept this mm-hmm. as like the least amount of activity. Mm-hmm. So I had an experience with having the least amount of activity that was like on my list Mm -hmm. but this person like I met them walking out of an event and then we walked to the store together because my shoe just so happened to break 
while I was walking with this person. And then we exchanged numbers and then he invited me to the beach the next day. And so we caught a vibe at the beach. You know, like he played his playlist. I was able to play my playlist. And we went from the beach to the hotel pool. Then it started thunderstorming like crazy, like damn near hot hurricane type situation. He just every fell into place, people. He just fell into place. He just like. Yeah, everything fell into place. And like the conversation was great. You know, yeah. we, we caught a vibe. And then in catching the vibe, because like once we got back to the hotel, um, we popped the Eddie. Yeah. You know? And so he fed me the edible from his mouth. And I was like, okay, I see this play. But I made a mistake and bit his tongue because he clearly ain't fed nobody no damn edible ever. <laughs> and I was like, you do know that if you wanted me to take this from your mouth, you put it between your lips, not your teeth. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, we ended up catching a whole vibe and it was great. And I did not expect to be out so, so late, but you know, that's an example of like a person that I met, that I just met them, <clears throat> but we took some time to establish rapport yeah. and to talk about boundaries and just, yeah, because you know, it, it was great. Yeah, because it's called conversation, getting to know someone, you know, um, because even with me, it's like, I, I have to talk to you to get to know you. My mama taught me you can learn a lot from a person in five minutes of a conversation. First That's five true. minutes of a conversation. If you're paying attention. Because it ain't what they say. It's, what, it's not what they say. It's what they ain't saying. Right. You know what I'm saying? And to me, it's like, because well, I'm a deep thinker anyway. So it's like I want to know the female to see beyond what I'm seeing. See beyond right. the TV. You know, period. Um, is she worth my time? Because each of the point, like I said, I mean, even if we spend the night in the hotel, we ain't gonna fuck the whole damn night. Facts. <laughs> Man, hold on though. I'ma say this, y'all. Oh my god, I've definitely been in experiences where motherfuckers be like, Oh, you thought you came here to sleep? What? Boy, if you don't get the fuck off. <laughs> I need sleep, bruh. Like, see, guys don't get it. No, see, you, you, after you fucked her real good, you snuggle with her. One, that turned on even more because now you done, it's called aftercare. You done beat the pussy right. up, now you're giving her aftercare. That's what the cuddling is for, you know, period. So then you might get some head later on, you know, off the, you know, surprise tip because you snuggled with her and made her feel like a woman. You feel me? <laughs> Aftercare is so important. They don't understand that. They don't understand, like, like, for you, for anyone to just roll over and go to sleep, it's like, ugh. Yeah. Nah. I don't want to be held. Kissing somebody and wiping your mouth afterwards. <laughs> Now, listen, I'm going to say this. I've definitely had situations where, like, kissing somebody, it was, like, really too much saliva. So it really was just like, yo. And I can't tell you, like, stop slobbing so much because that's just your mouth. It's just, like, extra wet. But, like, I don't want um, too wet, bro. <laughs> too wet. Why my chin dripping? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, and then, like, I had this one partner where I loved him. I loved him. I really did. 
But he had halitosis bad, like, so his breath was bad all the time. But I stayed with him in relationship for like damn near two years, and I stood beside him with the with the halitosis and everything. <laughs> she loved him. I loved him, and I was young. Oh, I was young. I- <laughs> I, I, I would have been that blonde as look. Get in there with your toothpaste. Oh, we Get definitely, I definitely used to be like, hey, go this mouthwash, sir. But shit, now my mouthwash, you can rinse this mouth all you want to. She was still there. I was like, something in your gums or something. I pray that at this point in life, he has corrected that because Jesus. You should be better to brush your tongue. Brush your tongue. And go to the dentist. How about that? <laughs> I'm a prime example of going to the dentist. <laughs> yeah, I'm prime! <laughs> I ain't shaved up a demon, Because one day when I do, goddamn, y'all gonna see me looking with the pearly white. So I'm not worried. Don't get the chicklets, though, please. Yeah. I beg. Don't get the chicklets. But see, but no, but I'm gonna tell you this, though. I don't care nobody say. I still feel I'm a attractive fella, even though I'm missing teeth. Yeah, listen, I know people who don't have, I know people who have, like, you know, gaps in between their smile, and it's their personality and just the energy that they exude, that just, it, none of that even matters, you know, so. Yeah, I said, hey, if, if you got, if you have no personality, they'll notice it then, like, damn. Yo. It's Yo. Like okay. <laughs> We already know I'm going to go with this. A woman to be with a man, right? She'll yeah. love the fuck out this man, right? But he might have a small penis. And yeah. then once they break up, it's like, or if he has another cheat, like, yo, little dick Like, start, like, just going in about this thing yeah. that he didn't yeah. think was an issue because yeah. they loved each other, right? Yeah. Man, it's like the things that you overlook because you love somebody. That's what it really is. And then, too, like, I've noticed some people will love someone so much that they will even overlook the fact that that person does not match up with them in their sex drive. Very so. They, Very so. People get married under that dynamic all the time. Could it be me, though. <laughs> I, 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 like I said, I, I had deep thoughts after my breakup, and I was like, Yeah, you know, period. I mean, don't get it twisted. Like I tell people, it takes two people. So I I, I have some things that I have to work on as a male myself. So don't get it twisted, you know, period, and everything. But like I said, it's just now navigating this also being, want to dibble dabble in the swing, back into the swing of lifestyle a little bit more, or what have you. So I'm like, that's why it's just crazy. Being in a relationship for 20 years and then coming out at 48 <laughs> and the hurt is very thin now. <laughs> Man, 20 years is a long time. Wow. And it, it's so different. Like, the dynamic is different. The scope of, like, it, everything is different. Yeah. And I, so for me, you know what bothers me? It's like, People just be so quick to just be like, let me get your number, but you're not even having decent conversation over a text. 
<laughs> so you want my phone number for what? To still not have conversation with me? I'm, I just, no. Or the whole, like, let me see more pictures of you situation. If you want to see pictures, go to my Instagram. Again, I don't know what you're trying to do with them photos. To me, it's kind of like... Is you trying to get to know her or are you trying to get to know who she is? And so people can understand what I mean by that is in her situation, in your situation, you 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 a celebrity. Right. You know what I'm saying? If she ain't a celebrity, she's damn close. Very damn close. <laughs> she she's like she like in the door, the back of her foot, the back foot. It's still outside. Yeah, that, that foot, she, 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 there. You feel what I'm saying? She just got to, she got to bring the back foot across the, the threshold. But, <clears throat> but um, damn, I lost my train of thought by just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just like you said. Going back to saying like, what does it take to date me? Yeah. Right. And even if no one ever knew what I did, even just walking down the street, I get attention. Even just like walking into a space, I get attention. And everybody else with me will notice the attention that I'm getting before I notice it. You know? So it takes a person who's very secure in themselves to stand next to me and be like, yeah, I'm I'm just as, I'm just as good, you know? How tall are you? Five, ten and a half. In heels, you buy what? Depending on the heels, so it'll be anywhere from six one to six two. So you got that, and you and 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 and, and she's thick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. They saw that two chains of OT thick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, period. It's just like I say, it's just certain females ambiance when they yeah. enter the room. It it is the energy. It, it attracts attention, you know. Period. It does, and that's definitely that. Definitely is me. That definitely happens, and uh, it's not something that I plan. It just it just is what it is. So, yeah. It's it's confidence. See. Yeah. Mhm. And there's another level to confidence when a person is very confident in who they are as a sexual being. Yeah. It's just different and people can feel it. They'd be like, hey. <laughs> be like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Because because it nobody wants someone that's not sure of themselves. At all. Because now you gotta keep reassuring them. And it gets old quick. And some some people, it man, talking about it getting old quick. I'm like, I'm like, am I just impatient? Cause I don't be giving people chances like like that. Like, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, uh, it's no. I think I think this is what it is. It's okay. This is the dynamic because, like I said, when I used to hear Mandy B and them talk, so damn, I'm about to do some counseling. I'm about to do some counseling, am I? Oh shit, I'm gonna counsel for a minute. All right, let's go, let's go, Doctor Bob. But anyway, <laughs> 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 so, 
So, nah, it's you are a female who is a boss. See, mm-hmm. understand this. Different females have different needs. Point blank. Period. Point blank. I don't give a damn what anybody say. Period. Part of that assessment of yourself is knowing. And I give the perfect example. When Ebony K said something about the bus driver, I said this. Who the fuck said the bus driver wanted her? Because as a bus driver, because I have a, a I have family members bus driving the whole night. This is a motherfucker that's driving that bus all day, every day. Yeah, they get paid well, they get benefits. But let me explain to you, it's more than that. He wanna come home and see his woman. Right. He want family. He don't feel like hearing that scheduling sex shit. He hit up my assistant. yeah because he so hard workers blue collar workers expect a certain type of like accessibility to the people who they engage with so like myself i couldn't be with a blue collar worker just because i'm like the way i live my life and my lifestyle i'm not going to be accessible to you i'm not going to be in the house raising the kids cooking the food in the kitchen because my kid is my baby I mean, my, me, my baby Jesus, my kid is my business. Yeah. And so in running my business, it requires for me to be on a certain amount of time oh, and yeah. to be up. And it, it requires for me to travel. And so the accessibility to me is not going to be the same as somebody who also either A, is just a housewife or B, they work part time or they work a nine to five and they're able to just like come home unplug and do the whole ritual thing so i get that and i just think like again like you said there's levels so i don't like when we do have these public um discourses around the whole topic of like because it's no different than kevin samuel saying what he was saying it's like just because you as Ebony K, mm-hmm. as this person who is a personality, you have some, you have notoriety. That's because you would not date a bus driver does not mean that there isn't another woman who a bus driver is fit to be with. And to dog that man out and to say that blue collar workers don't deserve to be in like, you know, relationships or partnerships is like, that's, that's, I don't agree with that. There is somebody for everybody, and you just got to date on your level. That's just what it is. Because it, it, because it's like to me, when when you sit when ladies sit here and say what they want, you have to take into account is your life ready for that? Exactly. Because, because some females, your life is no way near for a damn relationship. Fine. Stop playing. You ain't got time for it. <laughs> you ain't got it. If you a business why do you think a lot of athletes don't get married till they retire? Um, Shannon Sharp said that. Shannon yeah. Sharp was like, when he was in the league, he had no time for it, and he was a horrible partner, and that's why he had so many failed relationships. But now he's at a point in his life <laughs> where he feels like he wants to entertain someone. Yeah. Right, because he has the time to invest in that relationship. So yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, because because you're still chasing the bag. If you still, still chasing, chasing the bag, bag chasing you, the dream, yeah. Get, relationship takes 
time. Now, you can be in a relationship so you change the bag, but that means you have to find a partner that understands that you're changing the bag. But exactly. at the same token, that partner needs to be changing the bag, too, because then he's not watching. It's, he's not worried. He got his own shit going on, and he kind of understands. You feel yep. what I'm saying? It may not be in the same field. Right. It may be in a different way, because even with that, like I said, that bus driver, okay, that but he, he could be... Even if it's a bus driver, he might be understanding the fact that, yeah, my, my, my wife is a trendsetter. She's on the road all the time. Yeah, I'm cooking breakfast every morning myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she comes yeah. home, the house is clean. Hey, babe, put your feet up. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But the point being is, either way, it's... Even with men, the same thing. It's like, if you if you are an athlete, you know you're... Come on. It, you... It's okay. By the time you retire, you'll be 30. You still good? <laughs> Yo, he said retiring at 30. Man, that you man LeBron pushing 40. You not like already. There's <laughs> 40 out of this motherfucker and retire this bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just the point being is that it's a reason why they do that. And I remember an old dude told me, said, no, nah, any man is not ready for marriage until he's in his 40s. And I said, why? Because he said he done fucking he he not done fucking as in he won't fuck nobody else or his wife, but he's tired of playing around now. He, exactly. I say fucking he, around. He, found, he done got the maturity. He knows what he wants. He done and he done found a woman that he that got it and bodies it. And there you go. Yeah. And he also feels because women you want to know how make sure a man don't cheat. You wanna know how to make sure. And this goes for poly, this goes for anything. You wanna know what it is? I would love to know. Tell me. So I can tell others. <laughs> he looks at you as the best thing he would ever get in life. That's true. <laughs> Actually, you write about that. He, he can walk in a room with butt naked ass drop dead courts <laughs> with him. If his first thought is my wife would kill me and he turned around and walked out the door, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> or he at least make a phone call to wife this week. Hey, they, they, there was a bunch of chicks. I just want to know <laughs> is it okay? Are you, you sure you're not gonna be mad? I just want to make right. sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A but check yeah, in. You know because it's like it, it, it's like a job. Dudes, we creatures of habit. Facts. Women change drastically often we don't change <laughs> often we change we change over time mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying period so um because when i look at my picture I'm no different than a little bit of wrinkles and some gray <laughs> 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 so so but the, the point being is that with dudes that's one of the things that guys have to like I said, really take into account is that we have to adjust y'all changes. Thanks. In order to maintain the relationship. If we can't adjust to y'all changes, then no, it's not going to work. Uh-huh. That's why one of my favorite songs is Spotless Mind by Jane Anoki, where she said, nah, 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 you, you stayed the same. Nah, nah, nah. She said something to the same. Damn, I don't remember the line. She said something to the same where now nah, it was her fault because she always changed. She said, "Not, nah, nah, it's his fault because he always stayed the same." Oh, I love that. 
<laughs> Man, that's so yeah. Jane Doe be saying be having some real I shit. I love her. This, uh, shit. She be talking about some real shit on relationships. For she real. does. You know, period. But mm-hmm. but that's why I said it's kind of like he has to he he has to look at that woman as the best thing he'll ever get because he because he ain't gonna want to fuck it up. It's like a good job. He ain't yeah. Good job is paying him goddamn well. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads me to think, like, then for people who <coughs> decide to to cheat, mm-hmm. the, so that would basically be saying that they don't place high value on the person who they're with, or that person who they're with is not, um, they don't feel that that they're the end all be all for them. There's more because. Either there's something that that person is not like providing to them or exercising for them, or maybe they feel like they settled. Well, see, but see, me, I, I push back on this on this end. I said this before. Most men would want to be in the pile of open. They just ain't got the balls to fucking say it to their wife. Man, because for real. They, because the way that they move and the way that they think, you know, period. It's mm-hmm. just, like I said, it's the two factors of why, why the, the, the man, he's scared to talk to her about doing that. And two, he's also scared if she does it. Because it goes back to PM, once again, male penal ego. Not yep. ego. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be the only one. Body, mind, and soul. But hold on, hold on. You may not even have the mind, the mind, but but you but you're more concerned about the body. Body. <laughs> she ain't happy content with your ass by any way, but you you more concerned about her getting with the pussy. Nigga, she, right. you ain't even spending time with her ass. At all. But you more concerned with that. That's wild. You know, if a cut after sex, you just roll up, go to sleep, rub your belly. Right. She, she didn't even get hers. She didn't even get hers. And you more concerned with her just being there and accessible for you than her actually feeling pleasure. Uh, I mean, to me, because that's the ultimate love is when you can allow your mate to be pleased and you may not be the one that pleased her. That's actually love. Because, like, my ex would always say, like, would you want to see this person happy even if you want the person to provide that happiness? Then it's how you know you truly love somebody. Yeah. Right? And that's compersion. Like when you just enjoy seeing your partner being pleased, even if it's not with you, if it's with somebody else, and you still get joy out of seeing that, that is deep, profound, unconditional love. Yeah. And a lot of people love with conditions. So it's really not even necessarily love, it's like ransoms. And it's different. And so <laughs> people have their boundaries and relationships with which. It's okay to have boundaries in relationships. It's okay to have non-negotiables in relationships. And when those boundaries, um, uh, what's, what, what's what I'm looking for? When those boundaries try to shift or change how another person behaves, that's no longer a personal boundary mm-hmm. at all. You put in somebody in a prison and also undermining their own autonomy and their growth. Yep. 
Absolutely. And their growth within, within, within the framework of it, because also there is a learning maturity through trial and error. And I always say that all things in relationships are negotiable. You know, just, but people don't want to have those kind of conversations because in their mind, it's like, well, we agreed on this in the beginning. This is all it's going to be. And it's like, I was different in the beginning. Now I'm not that same person. So now let's talk about it, you know? And if a person doesn't want to talk about it, chances are that relationship will end up in, in, in the pits. It, it will be over and done real quickness. So Real quick. So I done held your butt up here long enough. I know you got to get ready to. Go. I sure do, because I don't look at the clock like now. Hold on now. Yeah, yeah. I ain't going to eat my food. I ain't going to get ready. so damn good, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can figure out a stopping point. I was like, man, this shit getting good. This shit. See, I could talk to her for two hours, but see, she's yes. back, people. And I will work on getting her back to the premium smoke room, people. Y'all know what it is. That's the right. Best smoke. smoke. It's premium smoke. That's premium. right. Nine a month. Five premium podcasts for you to enjoy. And what happens? It gets more provocative. It gets more wild. It gets more crazy. Titties might pop out. Something mm. dildo might pop out. You don't know unless you subscribe. Subscribe. So with that being said, uh, Amazon. I love talking to you, girl. And looking at you at the same time. <laughs> I appreciate you, Bobby. Tell anybody where they can find you, spend money on you, all that good stuff. Well, you can find me on Instagram at Real Glamazon Tayomi, on Twitter at Glamazon Tayomi. If you are a vulva owning or vagina owning person, come work out with me at the Calgary Workout at thecalgaryworkout.com. And you can read my blog, my sex education blog for all genders. That's Glamorotica101.com. And also find me on YouTube underneath the same name, Glamorotica101. And my OnlyFans right now, 75% off for the month of June. I'll have, I'll have another sale in July as well. But if you go to GlamazonTimely.com, you can find my private erotic community there. So please join me there. And if you forget anything... You can literally put Tommy Morgan in Google and you can find all of my social profiles. There you go. People, another great show in the books. Another great guest. Beautiful guest we look at and talk to. Like I said, she'll be <laughs> back. And until then, you know how we end this thing. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Say goodbye to him, my mama. Goodbye, smokers. I will see you next time in the lounge. <laughs>